Hello, 94 Club. No no opening jingle, nothing like that. This podcast has been the most difficult thing to try to get out that I've ever done. Um, it's <laughs> Yesterday, I accidentally deleted the file, which in a way should have been a blessing because uh, today my voice is a little bit better. I'm a, I was calmed down, and then like a bunch of other things start happening. I get distracted, and then I lose my focus. So uh, I've got a couple minutes into this podcast about four or five times, so I'm just going to... All right, here we go. I'm going to grab my thinking stick. All right. I feel smarter already. Let me preface what I'm about to tell you guys by saying, please don't take this as I'm upset. There's no need to say... There's no need to send me tweets or emails or anything like that saying, hey, bro, we got your back and fuck all these people and blah, blah, blah. It's not about that. I am, I guarantee you, this is is a promise. This is the truth. As far as like podcasting and content creation and being involved in the social circles that I want to be involved in, I don't think I've been happier since I've started doing podcasting, to be honest with you. Because sometimes it just takes a bunch of jackasses to make you realize, hmm, I really want to start doing what makes me happy and hanging out with the people that make me happy. So, that being said, I got real, real tired of getting heat for saying that I was in Vince Russo's little podcasting social circle. And I got real, real tired, even more so tired, of New Japan wrestling fans. Because I don't even remember burying New Japan wrestling on a podcast. Apparently I did. And I'm going to imagine the worst thing that I probably said about it is I just don't like it. Because I don't. I think it kind of sucks. And uh, this is going to be the last I'm going to say about it, but I I need to get this out. I don't like New Japan Wrestling. I think it stinks, and I think their fans are, a a majority of them are a bunch of fucking assholes. And, uh, you know, I retweeted some guy that said, New Japan Wrestling is like a cult where the fans think that the leaders can do no wrong. And (sighs) I took took some flack for that. You know, and the Vince Russo thing really blew up because, uh, you know, Ryan Satin kind of got him thrown off of Podcast One. And I'll, I'll make the story real quick. I mean, uh, I was I was fucking there for the sh- for you know the the uh, the show. I was uh, I wasn't like present in the room or anything, but you know, I saw how this all went down and. Um, Yeah, it really upset me. Ryan Satin basically got Vince Russo thrown off a of podcast one. Um, what are these freaking notifications that keep popping up? Get rid of that. My computer's being a butthole today. Jeez, and there's another one. Dismiss that too. Dismiss all this. But, but yeah, he basically, Ryan, I mean, I have my own problems with Ryan Satin, but I'm just, like, if, if, if guys like Ryan Satin are going to be basically one of the kind of Pied Pipers leading these groups of wrestling Mark fans, then I just don't want to be involved anymore. And with with all that being said, 
Especially when it comes to like mainstream wrestling, I don't think I've ever been more emotionally disconnected from it anyway. It's not making me happy. I don't like to talk about it with people. Like as a matter of fact, when I when I get bombarded constantly on a daily basis with you know wrestling stuff, it just kind of annoys me now. So I'm just like, okay. Like some people think that I'm entertaining when I get all mad and ranty, and that's fine. But I only like being mad and ranty when I know that it's in good-hearted, entertaining fashion. I don't like sitting here complaining openly about things that are, like, just generally I feel bad about. I mean, I feel I feel bad about the state of wrestling right now. I feel terrible about it. You know, I just... It, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel exciting, and it's hard to be passionate about wrestling anymore. Which is why, like, I'm going to go back to doing stuff that I kind of enjoy doing. I'm going to spend a lot of my day tomorrow, uh, maybe some of it today, uh, getting 94CW up and running again. Now, the only problem I have, of course, Ryan sent me all the stats and everything, so that's cool. But, like, I'm just going to treat, like, the early version of 94CW as just kind of like a beta test which is me kind of trying to backpedal saying, I don't remember who all had what amount of title reigns, etc., etc. So everything is just going to be reset back to zero. Um, Everything's going to be a little bit more streamlined. There's not going to be the huge amount of mistakes that I'm going to have to just try to cover up by by just blatantly bullshitting my way through it like I had to. Um, Everything's going to be set up because now I know how to do it. Everything's going to be cool. We're going to do more of that because that made me happy. That was 100% good vibes and fun. I was able to be a little creative on the fly with it. Everybody else was able to be a little creative along with it. They got to have say in what their characters were and stuff like that. That stuff's awesome. You know, and I get people that say they miss it. So, And I miss doing it too. I was just devastated when I'm like, oh, fuck, I lost all the information on it. But then I'm like, eh. If everybody had their choice of just do a hard reboot on it or just, like, let it die, like, I think most people would probably pick A. You know, so, I mean, again, and if I'm going to do wrestling content, it's probably going to be, like, Impact Wrestling stuff anyway. You know, if, I don't, there's still a lot of people that are negative on Impact Wrestling, and that's, that's fine. I can deal with that. But man, at least the at least the fan base there is small and passionate. I can deal with it. So maybe look for more across the line stuff. But man, just watching WWE and NXT and trying to navigate through that minefield and waste hours and hours and hours and hours of my week trying to force myself to put out con- uh, out content and pretend to be happy about it. Like that's man, that's not me. And then plus here, let me let me uh, let me let me let me share a quick little nugget with you here. Um, I've been <clears throat> I've been recently watching uh like binge watching a lot of shit on TV. Like I uh, you know I got Hulu for a few months just to kind of binge through a few shows. Like I've been watched like I binge through all of the Golden Girls. And now I've been watching Ghost Adventures like some idiot. And I know, like, a lot of people are probably going to go, Oh, Ghost Adventures, what a dumb show. Yeah, it is pretty dumb. But I'm going to tell you, it, con- it combines two of m- kind of like my favorite things. 
like kind of dramatic mystery which is like the supernatural like ooh, what is this how can it be explained can it be debunked can it is it real like how do you explain this like it brings out kind of thought-provoking conversations and then plus like every episode of that show like the first you know part of it is usually like a little bit of a history lesson so you get to learn about uh, other places and shit like that and that kind of stuff is always fascinating to me so like, I was binge-watching the shit out of that. Um, I think I started watching all that on, like, Tuesday. <clears throat> so I've been watching, like, four or five episodes of that a day before I go to sleep, which is probably not the best idea, and it's probably why I haven't been sleeping real well. But put a pin in that for a second. Put a pin in the Ghost Adventures things for, for a split second. Also, if you're familiar with that show and you want to rap about that, or you want to rap about like any type of experiences you've had with, uh, you know, if you have, have you ever thought you had a, an encounter with a like a ghost or something paranormal? Man, I would really love to hear about that. James Hoover seventy eight at yahoo.com or the seventy eight on Twitter, and whatever the hell my Facebook is, find me there. Um, I don't know what the, I think it's facebook.com forward slash James Hoover seventy eight or. If you have my home phone number and you're cool enough to have that, fucking leave me a leave me a text or a voicemail if you want. But anyway, like put a pin in that for a second. I was fucking around playing uh, The Sims, which is kind of one of my favorite games to unwind. Like I don't really feel like playing a shooter and being all tense and shit like that. If I just feel like relaxing, having a a Jack and Coke or something. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play The Sims. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, what do? how do other people play The Sims? How's, uh, how are people, like, are there people doing creative things on Twitch with The Sims? Because I'm not much to sit and watch, like, just large amounts of video game streaming. I watch, like, Jessamine Dukes stream every once in a while because she's pretty cool. So I just um, I just typed in Sims 4. Uh, the first channel that popped up, I clicked on it. And it was obviously somebody I'd never heard of because I, I, I don't even know. I can't even tell you the name off the top of my head of, like, one Twitch or YouTube star. It just... It's not like I hate that kind of stuff. I'm just kind of disconnected from it, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm into, uh, I'm into trying to entertain my friends. <laughs> but, um, but I start watching, and it's a, and it's a young lady. Uh, and she's put, she was putting together some sort of deal where her followers, her, her, um, what do you call them? Fans, viewers. I don't know what you call the people in the chat room. Let's just call them viewers. All right. She was encouraging her viewers to go and create like their own little little sims, their own little people. And she was going to uh, put them all in a house and basically run like a Sims 4 version of The Bachelor. And I'm like, holy shit, that's actually pretty good. Like, that's... I mean, I don't like The Bachelor. I don't like reality shows like that. 
but that's really creative. That's a good, that's a pretty solid fucking idea. And then, as I'm watching the stream for like, and usually when I poke my head into Twitch, it's for like five minutes. I'm just, and it's usually like I want to see somebody playing a, a game that I'm on the fence about. Like that's that's my go-to thing for Twitch. Like I don't really like necessarily watching other people play games that I like watching because then it makes me feel bad because then I'm like, well, these people are like professionals at this game. I'm not going to watch somebody play MLB The Show because I just got done playing MLB The Show yesterday. I played a full game and I lost nine to nothing. So I don't want to watch somebody be dominant at it because then I'm just then I'm just going to have hurt feelings. And I like to advertise myself as a guy who has a little bit more thick skin than that. And I don't want to have to sound like a puss telling you guys that watching somebody be superior at a video game hurts my feelings. But you know what? It does. Right? So there you go. Deal with it. I'm a softie. But uh, (laughs) the host of the stream then says a sentence that almost made my jaw drop into my lap. She goes, hey, any of you guys watch Ghost Adventures? I just went, what the fuck? How is that even possible? Like, what are the chances? So then I'm like, oh no, now I have to do something that I've never done before. I have to participate in a fucking Twitch chat, which I very rarely have ever done. I think I've typed maybe 10 sentences into a Twitch uh, chat before this week uh, between this young lady's stream and Vince Russo's new journey onto Twitch. It's been a twitchy kind of week. So then she recommend she recommends to the to the stream, the watchers, a particular episode, and I went and watched it and went, oh wow, that is really fucking cool. So it was it was really weird to that like out of nowhere you find just something fun and you find somebody out of nowhere that you can just chat with, even if it, even if it was only for that, like, five minutes. Like, that was five minutes that was well spent because it made me happy. It put a smile on my face. And you guys know me. I have no problem hunting down somebody who put a smile on my face or entertained me, try to find them on Twitter or just tell them flat out in their Twitch stream or whatever. Go, hey, thank you for, you know, doing a great, you know, thank you for providing great content. You know, and I tweeted that to this young lady and, Jesus, just the sweetest, nicest, kind of funniest, just happy-go-lucky person I think I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> and I'm like, this was after, like, three fucking minutes of just, like, I'm just going to try to find a cool thing that I'll like and look at it for a few minutes and then move the fuck on and then it turns out like everybody that was in her twitch stream was also really nice and a lot of positivity and a lot of just kind of varied people you know male female younger closer to my age which is a little older i'll admit um so like that whole experience along with kind of hanging out in like Vince Russo's social circle he calls it the brand you know listening to podcasts like the conspiracy horseman which 
I think my, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this guy. If not, I would highly suggest looking him up because he is real entertaining. A guy named Ben Hameen. Just badass dude, man. He is super funny. Of course, a little edgy, a little adult humor oriented, but just like laugh out loud kind of shit. Just the smartest, wittiest motherfucker I think I've ever seen in my life. So, like, all that kind of got me, like, centered again. Like, I'm looking at, I'm like, I'm like now I sit down to try to provide content or think about what I'm going to do. Like, now I'm focused on making 94CW the best it can be. I'm focused, once again, on how can I make Across the Line even better than it has been for seven years? What else can I be doing? So, what do I do? <clears throat> if you follow me on Facebook, you know damn well that I've been super fucking weird on Facebook. I've essentially turned my Facebook, which was primarily um, just putting people on my list, <laughs> which you guys have heard on the podcast, and dad jokes, essentially. Now... um. There was a situation that popped up at work with this kind of little wiener guy that works there. He carries around a little clipboard and like everybody else is like busting their ass, but he's like, I got paperwork on this clipboard to do. It's me, Mr. Clipboard Guy. Everybody there kind of hates the kid. I mean, he's, I don't think he, I don't think he means harm, but he unknowingly unwillingly provides harm and he would leave that clipboard laying around sometimes not even laying around sometimes he would just put it right back where it goes so and everybody including myself me and three or four other people took great pride in making sure that that clipboard got tossed underneath the bulk rack shelving where it cannot be easily accessed or you know i would take it. it's got little magnets on it so i would put it way up close to the ceiling or something to that extent uh my one of my co-workers a guy named scott took it and just snapped it over his knee one day because he just got so pissed at this little wiener kid with his freaking clipboard um and that day scott kind of became my hero a little bit and everybody has like a little fucking annoying wiener that they work with right and if you and if you don't, if you can't think of who it is, it's probably you. Um. So, another clipboard showed up at work that just said "back room" because that's where we work. We call the little warehouse section the back room. So, in big bold letters, "back room," and then in parentheses, "Hoover don't," which I'm assuming that meant you know like. Don't fuck with the clipboard because I'm Mr. Clipboard Man and I need my clipboard to be Mr. Clipboard Man. Um, at first, I just got mad and just wrote, or what, on the clipboard because it said Hoover don't and I took that as a threat. What happens if I do? What happens if whatever you don't want me to do, I turn around and do it anyway because obviously I'm a... <laughs> I'm a rebel like that. I'm a rebel, Dottie. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still hoarse and coughing a little bit. And my computer's doing weird things, and I noticed that it's kind of 
like lagging my recording software, so I hope my voice is coming through. Um, how do I say it? Like undistorted, un you know, like it's not breaking up. I guess I'll listen back. But um, I, you know, I'm gonna write down the time code where it started happening. We're at about twenty minutes. I should be able to remember twenty minutes. I don't need to fucking write it down like some imbecile. But then I realized, um, no. Like, I can't just leave it at, or what? So, uh, uh, a nice a nice kid that I work with, and I call him a kid. I don't know why I just call him a kid. Well, probably because I'm old enough to be the kid's dad. I mean, I mean, like, well, I mean, he's 23. I'm 39. Eh. It fits. Okay, if the shoe fits, wear it. Call him a kid. But he's a dude. His name is Tommy. We thought we were we started coming up with ideas on like oh man like I should kidnap this kip, uh, clipboard and like torture it in my basement saw style. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And um the video series will come to a a climactic ending tomorrow. I've been posting one video a day. And without getting any more into the videos, if you want to check them out, go check out my Facebook. Um, I know some of you don't have Facebook. Uh, no, I'm not going to post them on Instagram or anything like that. Just whatever. I, I would highly suggest you check them out because they are ridiculous. They're quick two-minute pops. Like my boss Ryan said, he's like, these are just long enough for you to say, this is really stupid, but at least it's not wasting a bunch of my time. And the cool thing about it is, like, we're going through a, a, a real toxic transition period at my job right now. Like, everybody's on edge. Everybody has a lot of questions. Nobody knows what's going on for sure. It's a real toxic dump. Everybody there is cranky. But at least now for a couple of weeks, people have had some positivity when they come up to me. They're like, oh, these videos are really cool. They're really funny or they're really dumb. All of which, by the way, I take as the highest compliment. So all this stuff that I just said combined has kind of recentered me on like, man, I can, if I really wanted to, I could just keep making content that would at least make people smile once in a while for the rest of my life if I wanted to. And the only way to do that is get out from under this disgusting, toxic, professional wrestling fan umbrella for a while. Now, like I said, I think I said this earlier, and if I didn't, then I'm saying it for the first time, and if I did, I think it bears repeating, I am not unhappy. So, like, people, you can stop trying to go, oh, we got your back, man, fuck all those guys, fuck them, you keep doing what you want, no, this this is 100% what I want to do. Okay, because it dawned on me as I'm thinking about, like, my Across the Line podcast, why was it so successful? Was it successful because I had all the great inside knowledge of TNA and Impact Wrestling? No. It worked and it was really popular for a while because we all had fun together. It was something we could bond over. And then from there, 
build a little community, build uh, individual friendships. It's That's what it's all about, right? And how I'm going to do that even more isn't by doing something that makes me miserable. It isn't going to be by doing something where I have to get or I have to start every podcast by trying to defend myself or have to, you know having to explain yeah listen to these fucking trolls it's not like it hurts my feelings or anything like that it's just man i i i just want to do fun things and that watching wwe and trying to navigate through all the horseshit fans of that in new japan and like like New Japan Wrestling sucks. Their their fans suck, and I don't ever want to deal with them again. That that product is freaking awful. So I'm just going to kind of do what I think is fun, and I have fun doing Across the Line. I have fun doing stuff like 94CW. I have fun watching baseball. Uh, I have fun doing weird, oddball, create, uh, just shit like, for instance, 94CW or... You know, just random other things. Like whatever whatever I think is a good idea at the time is going to be what I'm going to do on the 94 Club podcast because it's not about even wrestling anymore. Why did it take me so long to figure out the reason why I've been a small-scale successful podcaster for seven years is because we all have fun together. It seems like it should be so simple. But for an idiot like me, it was always all about like, oh, I want to say the right thing. I want to be the knowledgeable wrestling guy and talk about wrestling like a smart mark. And then I realized, oh, fuck, I'm just becoming one of them. I'm becoming what I hate. I like going to wrestling events and seeing the little kid next to me have a smile on his face because he's enjoying the show. And then I get really pissed off when... when, uh, you know, the guy behind me is yelling obscenities at Roman Reigns because Vince is shoving him down our throat. Shut the fuck up, dude. Just go away. If you don't like it, don't don't come. Don't watch it. Ugh. I hope I made myself really clear, though. You know, I'm going to continue my... I'm going to continue to try to, try to do as, as much fun things as possible because... This last week has been, so far, the best week of 2018. I'm starting to feel better. My voice still sucks balls, but I've met a bunch of cool new people, and I am refocused on wanting to have fun again. So if you guys are all watching WrestleMania, sweet. Guess what? I'm going to be watching it too, but I'm not going to be on Twitter going, you know, making snarky fucking comments. I'm just going to watch the show, and then... I'm going to probably do some 94CW podcasting in between, uh, you know, WrestleMania and NXT and Raw and SmackDown. So I hope that's all right with you guys. I hope there's nobody that's, like, really hurt that the wrestling content will be severely reeled in and probably is just going to be very Impact Wrestling-centric now. But, man, I just want to be focused on... Hey, let's uh let's keep the community rolling. Let's let's have more cool people. How about that? How about more cool friends of the 94 club? Wouldn't that be great? 
that's my number one focus now. And I, like I said, I don't know where I lost my focus on that. But I kept just wanting to. I want to do podcasts that are good podcasts. No, I want to. I want to make good friendships with good people. That's what I want. What the fuck, man? I'm all frustrated again. But I'm gonna go zen out for a while. My wife should be home any second. And like I said, I hope you guys are. I hope you guys are cool with the kind of. It isn't even necessarily a huge directional change. It's just a refocusing. It's it's going to just be a more of a variety show. Just assorted dumb things that hopefully make you laugh. And hopefully encourage you guys to uh, think about you know doing your own cool creative little things. And when you guys do, if you decide to do that, hey, you're going to have a big fan in your corner that's going to be like, hey, go check out these motherfucker stuff because they're doing cool stuff too. And if you're not, man, I'm just glad that you're, I'm just glad that you're aboard. I'm glad that you're a part of the 94 Club and I appreciate you guys now more than ever because, man, as much as people love to bag on social media and how much garbage it is, I've always said it's, you get out what you put into it. And I've got, man, I would have never have met cool motherfuckers on the internet if it wasn't for social media and trying to get out of it what I want by putting in hopefully positive stuff that'll make people laugh and smile and have that sense of camaraderie and community. That's it. Goodbye now. And I'm not even gonna, not even gonna play a little jingle. I don't even have my soundboard up. So, um, goodbye now. Boom ba 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 boom. Goodbye now. Boom ba boom ba boom ba boom.